All right, hello and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing not Call of Cthulhu tonight. We are playing uh, Black Sword Hack uh, as we have uh, scrapped together uh, some familiar faces that you've seen in other games. Uh, and we're going to put together uh, a one shot tonight. We've played uh, Black Sword Hack a couple times now uh, and we're going to do it again. A few people are playing it for the first time. Uh, a few have come back to play it again. Uh, so we have two returning characters, but none of this is like ongoing this is all just individual scenarios if they happen to survive they do uh somewhere somewhere some steven's character in pieces is scattered about a jungle as he thinks his character is still alive it's not uh but <laughs> it's good it's true it's 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 uh it's good it's good uh but yeah we're gonna start up brand new uh brand new game and uh yeah here we go if you're curious about links to the game just do the uh do the bs bsh command in chat and you can kind of get the links and stuff it's by mary mushman kobayashi good game osr super simple a lot of cool little bells and whistles that sort of take it a little bit above and beyond uh and uh give it some longevity i think so uh, we're going to jump right in. I'm not going to do any uh, of your, your normal roundtable character introductions. And we're just going to dive in and uh, start her up. And I'm going to throw them into a scenario. And that's just how this is going to roll. So here we go. You all are passengers uh, on, the, on a ship funded by a company called the South Traders Consortium. Uh, the ship, let's call it the Kaliti Sinem. I think that makes nice. sense. I think that's the best name for a ship you can possibly have. Uh, and you're all heading back to civilization. Uh, some of you uh, have come recently from a horrible jungle coastal town uh, by the name of Tides and others from, from elsewhere. Uh, it's a very large ship. It's, uh, it's made for cross-sea travel in ways that many other ships aren't. So it's, not a, it's, it's, a, it's a rarity to come across these ships on the, on the seas. There's not that many companies or, or countries that have them. In addition to the ship's crew, which you are not part of the crew, you are passengers, there are plenty of other travelers. There's various merchants, there's missionaries, there's mercenaries, all with business. And where you're headed, this twice-sunken city is where you're headed. For the past day, while you've been on the, the ship, uh, the seas have been quite rough. And uh, you have been beset by storms, and Storms so black that they've been enveloping the sky, drowning out the sun, just pelting everybody with rain. And so as we pan over and look at this, this large ship with, uh, uh, with its crews just running back and forth, trying to, to keep things in order, trying to keep things from tilting or capsizing, uh, we're looking both above deck and below. I, we're going to do our little intros this way. So where do we see your character? What do they look like and what are they doing? So we're going to start with Jeremy with Cassius. I already rolled this. Cassius Vanrick. Where do we find Cassius as we're, as we're just panning over the ship right now? As the rain's okay. pelting, everything's, it's just, it's terrible conditions. Okay. So no damage to the ship or anything like that just yet so far or anything. But there's right? probably a little bit. There's probably a little bit. Not total. I would say nothing that's going to destroy uh -huh. it immediately. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, Cassius, um, part of his face uh, is this. Still kind of handsome. Uh, some blonde, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair, but most of it's just burned terribly. Uh, largely his own fault. Sometimes other people's fault, and that's fine. It's fine. Um, legionary armor with wires of electricity, slightly dangerous uh, technology, and it's it's okay. Um, what he's going to do is uh, he does see that there's some damage uh, to the rear hull of the ship, 
uh, near where it would steer. He's not a naval person, but he's going to try and fix that. So he, he's actually just going to attach uh, a rope to himself and just dive in the water. But before he does that, he remembers to put on his, his breathing apparatus, um, which is horrendous. It's basically uh, a face hugger, so to speak, that he's realized he can pull out the reproductive organs and uh, use some flesh crafting to attach some borlungs he recently obtained. And uh, it likes to adapt to the host to make sure that you don't die. So it actually uh, helps him breathe with the air stored in these lungs. And it just continuously mates with esophagus. But it's fine. It's fine. And he dives into the water <laughs> to try and fix the boat. Just glosses over a very important detail there. Are you Are you just on? Are you still on the deck, or are they lowering you down? I think they're uh, lowering me down because I'll okay. be able to breathe underwater while I have that on, and I can try oh, and sure, fix sure. underneath the ship. Okay, so we see so the first thing we see as we come up the rear of the boat, we see Cassius being lowered, ropes and lines tied around him for safety. He's got that horrible mask, and you're trying to repair because you're right. It's 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 almost been rudderless. Like the the ship has been struggling right now. It's listless in some ways. We're gonna pan over. And we're gonna keep going as we zoom around the ship, and uh, we're gonna check in with Lark Tanley, Melissa. Where? Do we find Lark in such a state, you know, in what state do we find her and what does she look like? Can you tell us about her? Hello. Uh, so you find Lark. She has got her uh, her long red uh, tresses are all sort of knotted up overhead. She is cool as a cucumber. She has been through things like this before and it certainly appears that everyone is... Uh, just kind of losing their minds and just very unclear as to why. And so she is the person when everyone else is trying to do their job, she's just telling stories and asking questions. So she's going to just go up to sort of the nearest person here and she's going to be, you know, you remind me of a gentleman that I once ran across on a very different shipping vessel and a very different kind of mission. But, oh, that that gentleman certainly could hold down his liquor. And you can hold down your liquor, too, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, certainly. And when that person starts ignoring her, she just sort of moves on to the next. They're cradling a bucket uh, below deck, and they look up at you. They have yesterday's gruel in their beard still. Uh, the tail end of a, of a sunburn. What? And then, uh, and then they look back up at you and you're gone as you've moved on to someone new. Are you below deck? Do we think? Sure. Yes. Okay. Below deck it is. Uh, we continue to pan around then. We see some of the busyness happening down here. We see some of the spice merchants, the missionaries. We see the mercenaries are all kind of in their own little, little, little clicks here and there. Uh, we see some of the some of the crew down here as well. There's places where water is either spilling down from above or seeping in through uh, what looks like places on the side of the boats that need to be repaired. Things are falling off shelves as we go back and forth. And we check in with Chuck. Uh, Chuck, can you pronounce your character's name for me? Well, yes, the name is uh, T.A. Totox. I am uh, from a decadent background. I was resting in my personal cabin. And I don't know what all this hubbub is about, but my taters are rolling all over the place. So I come out, see what's going on. That's right. The legendary theater talk demands you steal this thing. Cause you ever try to run a deep fryer on a rocking boat? It ain't going to go good. It ain't going to go good at all. 
Uh, so yeah, we told you that you you can't have your fryer out on the night. It's a fire hazard, and if it if it catches, uh, we're all in trouble. You know, fire. What's your name, there, son? Me. Uh, my name's uh, Eric. Eric, I would yeah. kindly appreciate it if you would just shut the hell up. Duly noted. I will uh, let Captain Mira know uh, that. Nah, uh, it's all right. I've got it myself, and I'll head on out. Find Captain Marin. Okay. So you've got the or tot will not be deprived. Chase up on deck, sir. Uh, you might want to get a lot as you just like walk away from it. You might want to yep. put line on yourself so you don't fall over. And you go up and you can see again the, the, the deck is just it's back and forth. You can see people slipping, sliding. You see they're trying to get various uh, various crates or barrels locked down here and there. Uh, you can see all these different cables just swinging left and right. There's a dozen or more folks up here that are struggling. You can see up uh, up uh, steering the ship is is Captain Amira, a woman in her probably her 40s, bright red hair. Normally she has this grandiose like pirate hat on, uh, but in the state of the wind, it is currently. On the back of her, uh, on her back, connected to her neck by some kind of cord. What a predicament! And so uh, we've got, so we've got Theodor Toth and uh, up on Toth. deck. That's right. Cassius hanging from a cable along the back of the ship. Lark uh, below deck, uh, trying to talk to people and tell them stories while they vomit from uh, seasickness. Where would we find slaying the fire eater, Kipser? And what does she uh, look like? Yes. Hello. My name is Slang, the fire eater. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Slang has very short, burnt on the edges, dark hair. Uh, below her mouth is essentially just like pocked skin from fire burns all across her arm. More fire burns. You would think that someone might learn at a certain point in time. But no, uh, and currently they are up above deck. Um, they are at the the bow, Titanic position, waiting for someone to come and join them, and uh, uh, enjoying nature at its full force, though not their preferred type of nature. Still, I, I welcome, <clears throat> I welcome nature as I am Slag the Fire Eater. I bring fire to the ocean. Okay, so we've got Slang in the front, uh, so the yep. bow of the ship. Uh, we've got Cassius, you're in the stern. Well, you're literally halfway down. Slang, you have your arms arms akimbo, just waiting for for your Leo to, ca- Leo to come up. Mm-hmm. Would Dogmore be that Leo, Dan, or would Dogmore be doing something else? Uh, I was actually kind of contemplating that Dogmore is at the back with Cassius in case he needs to be shot. For reasons, are you just holding I mean, the gun down? I mean, I mean, helped. Oh, helped. Okay. I mean, helped. Uh, I, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Okay, so you're you're on deck amongst a couple different folks, uh, a couple different crew that are trying to uh, help Cassius. More than likely, several members of the crew are like, "Sir, you're not supposed to go down there." Captain Mira explicitly said she doesn't want your help on this. That you're probably going to just make it. Oh, he's going down anyway. Well, you might That's, want to keep... That is what he does. Yeah, you, you, you've got a gun. You've got a crossbow, I, something we can I, shoot I him with yeah. just in case he ruins everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Sure. It's, it's fine. There, 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 there's a hammer in the head that's been falling. The what am I going to do? I'm going to lure it close. 
and then I'm going to stab it in the face. I'm going to make its body fill the hole, and then I'm going to burn it to seal it in there. Right. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll shoot the hammerhead. Maybe I'll shoot him. We'll see. Okay. I mean, win-win as far as I'm concerned. Some random yeah, deck We'll shoot them both. So as that conversation is happening, as... Dogmar is talking with this random deckhand. Cassius is shouting up, slaying the fire. You're up on the bow. And Lark, you're below. Theater Tot, you're starting to harass the captain. Uh, Slaying, you're the first person who probably uh, notices uh, this as as the various various crackles of lightning up ahead on the horizon shows, first of all, like this undulating ocean, huge swells. But secondly, you see a silhouette. Uh, in the shadows of the uh, of the storm, in this sort of vertical-looking building, and you're nowhere near the shore. Like you all are on open seas, but you see almost like this vertical building of some kind uh, starting to appear. And you hear vaguely—it's very hard to hear over the the rain—the sounds of folks shouting. Some folks who have braved the, the mast, uh, the crow's nest, and are looking out, and they're calling down, similar to what you're seeing. But it's at that moment that the crew, and I'll say theater tort, you see this, begins to panic. The, uh, the captain immediately starts spinning wildly and shouting out orders as they're trying to rapidly and quickly change course. And it's then that all of you feel this, this sudden jolt uh, as the ship comes in contact uh, with something. Not the very thing that you saw on the distance link, but something else as you just smash into land, into another boat, into uh, an iceberg, who knows. Anybody who is up on deck, which is everybody but theater tot, please go ahead and roll a dex test. Uh, Lark, you're below deck. Go ahead and roll a strength test. Okay. And just let, and just call out how you do. That's a fail. Okay. If we're dangling by a rope, I'm guessing that's a dex check. Uh, actually, that's a good point. You're dangling by a rope. I mean, I'll give you a strength test if you want. If you want to, if, if you, I'm happy if to do dex. Dex is fine. <laughs> dex is fine. Yeah. Laying the fire, you just <laughs> failed their dexterity save. Okay. Uh, let's see. It will uh, be titanicking uh, off of the bow. Somehow, Dogmore's <laughs> success. Mark, you failed. How'd you do, Theater Tot? Oh, I done thought you said I didn't have to make one. Well, no, I'm you, happy you're to. You're up on deck. You're on my deck. So I'm making a right. test. Yeah. Uh, that is a pass. 612. Okay. I so, am dexterous as a potato tuber on a hot Sunday afternoon. Theater, as you are dexterously uh, moving about this deck, grabbing onto this or that, you watch in horror as like half the crew just go flying off the sides of the boat. And you see up towards the bow, slaying, just get thrown, arms still akimbo like a bird flying through the air, down off the boat. Well, Underneath, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, below deck, uh, Lark, you on the other hand, uh, you watch in horror as the like you're again you're below deck and there's a a you hear the sound of 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 something crack and you can see the hull has suffered some kind of damage and this this stream of water kind of starts coming through but more than that the jolt sends all these different crates flying and you find yourself 
suddenly pinned down by about a dozen different heavy crates and barrels of various cargo, while the room that you're in is slowly filling up with water from the breach in the hull. So uh, we're going to walk through this sort of in a turn by turn. So this game focuses a lot on turns, even when you're not in initiative. So you just kind of say what you're doing. So I'm going to throw this out there. Slaying, you are in the water. You're, you're, you're okay. Like you meaning you're not immediately drowning, but you can feel the undulation of the ocean. The rain is pouring down. You, you can see that there's others down here as well. And there's all sorts of debris. There's when the lightning crackles, you can kind of see the the ship a little bit better, but otherwise it's extraordinarily dark. What would Slang be doing? Slang appreciates that Mother Nature has agreed to be Leo, but Slang would prefer to be out. The Fire Eater would prefer to be out of the water now. Slang will look for some ground. Okay. Uh, so in this game, there's not really a perception test necessarily usually if you just say you look for something you either see it or you don't it depends on whether it's there you don't necessarily see like ground there's no island but you do see as the waves undulate uh it, they break and you see foam kick up not against the not against the actual boat but it looks to be some sort of reef perhaps and that might be what you all have just slammed into uh and so you could and you can see there's a couple other people who also get knocked off that are trying as best they can to, to hustle over there Slang the fire eater will also head in that direction. Okay. So you continue. So you're doing your best to swim over and try to get to that, that reef. Uh, let's go to uh, Cassius and Dog War. So mm -hmm. Cassius, you, you, you managed to hold your test, like you passed your test, but in doing so, like not everyone up who was actually holding the rope does. And so you're, you're still in the seat. You're still clinging to the rope, but suddenly you go just plunging down into the water and you feel yourself just splash below the water. As long as at least one person is holding the rope, you're fine. And you immediately look around and see that there are shadows down here moving about. You see a fin or two pop up. What do you want to do, Cassius? <laughs> uh... I suppose a fair question I would like to ask is: Does the the flame lance invention? I'm I'm guessing that doesn't work underwater. Is that a fair guess? Uh, what does it do exactly? Walk it basically it. shoots a fiery bolt. Uh, I think it'll shoot the bolt. Yeah, uh, but it won't do the other thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think the fire that's will probably fair. be quickly. I, I think that's out, fair. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, okay. Okay, I, I, I don't like it, but I, I will acknowledge just the basic logic that I don't know how to make the boat go. So if the people that make the boat go die, I don't get where I want to go. So I should make sure these people don't die. Um, I'm going to look for people in the water and it's dark and stormy. So I'm going to make sure I know how to track them. I'm going to flip down my little visor. A little lamprey is going to pry open my eyeball and it's going to spit poison in my eye. And then this little gem is going to shoot eye in, like this laser into my eye. So now I can see anything that has a pulse. I can see the pulsing of their blood and I'll just scan the water to try and look for people to make sure that I can save them. You see uh, within the range of your device here, you see a couple pulses, actually. One that seems to be moving quite quickly, swimming around with, with a greater speed than you have probably given it credit for. A couple yeah. others that you think are sinking. 
And then a few oh. more very, very faint ones, almost below you, but they seem to be getting more pronounced as the seconds passed, as if they are coming up in your direction. Uh, <laughs> nope, I'm going up. <laughs> okay. Nope. Nope, nope, right. nope. Dogmore, you look down over the stern and you see Cassius. He plunges down into the water. His head comes back up and he's trying to come up with a rope. Is there anything you want to do, Dogmore? I, I guess I might help him out as much as I, I talked about shooting him when he was down there. I'll, I'll try and pull him up. Okay, roll a strength test. Take it at advantage because Cassius is probably also trying to do that. And we'll see how quickly this goes. Uh, okay, uh, that is uh, that is success with a three, as we said. Dan, you've got to roll low in this game, so you're doing well so far. Okay, so, so far. You managed to pull and pull and pull and pull. Dogmore, you do notice that you do notice something that Cassius doesn't, that as he's getting pulled, he's about halfway up, you see what looks like this gnarled tentacle just reach up and just try to snatch at Cassius's foot hanging from like the little swing or the platform that Cassius is sitting on, just missing him and then retreats mm-hmm. back into the water. Oh, good, 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 good. We're good. gonna kick over then to Theater Tot as you, yep. as we, you're sliding back and forth. You see people go over the side. You see Dogmar has just pulled Cassius up. You hear the shouts of people from below, from below deck, people shouting and throwing lines over the sides of the boats to try to actually get people back. What is Theater Tot doing right now? Well, I suppose the first question is, this boat have a dinghy attached to it, a life raft, there are in fact a large two. door. Well, well then no, I will just... There's no doors on it. It is it's oh, basically like a skiff. Yeah. It says yeah. it. We're, we're not going back to the Leo thing. All right. I see how it is. <laughs> large door. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Sorry. I thought you, you'd been you like get a what I'm putting down. Boat. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'll just walk up to one of them dinghies with my serrated sword and I'll just cut the ropes and drop the boat right into the water so people can climb up on it. Okay. Uh, Theater Tot, uh, do me a favor. Roll, you got uh, roll, roll a doom test really fast here. I didn't roll, ask roll for D6. that. Yep. Just roll D6. And all you I got a five. Work. All right. It lands nearly just crushing about three of the crew below, but they manage to see it coming and swim out of the way just in time. They're shouting up possibly like curses and insults or maybe thank yous. It could go. You know, way. it's on me. I should have yelled something, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. And they start climbing up into the boat. Yeah. Okay. I'm helping. All right. Fair enough. You're helping. Uh, then we'll go beneath deck where Lark, you have, uh, gotten yourself into a bit of a pickle as you are trapped beneath some of these crates and these barrels. You, uh, you feel the water beginning to, uh, get a little thicker and heavier in this, uh, compartment that you're in. What do you want to do? So Lark, uh, is going to kind of reach into her pocket and she's got kind of pockets within pockets. And so, uh, the first thing she she touches, she um, kind of pushes kind of this little device on the side, and you see uh, just off, you see a full-size image of Scud appear. Uh, and she's just like, oh, I could you use some assistance with this? Uh, uh, mm, no, I suppose this isn't uh, going to work now, isn't it? You're just a picture of you, and you do actually skip 
leg day. For people who are unfamiliar with Scud, uh, he is in other versions, other other one shots we've done. He is a very muscular man, uh, but he is particularly muscular in the legs uh, because he never skips uh, skips leg day. Yeah, is is sort of where he's at. He's uh, he's got an interesting shape to him. Uh, he's also yeah. in about a thousand pieces uh, in a jungle, <laughs> uh, ways from here. One of Lark's inventions was an image crystal, and you have to identify what the image is. So uh, that was my image. Uh, so then she'll kind of push the button back on the crystal, and kind of that image will disappear, and she'll kind of reach into the other pocket, uh, which is where she has her. Uh, metal owl automaton Nigel. And so she'll kind of pull Nigel out and, uh, you know, kind of... Crikey, you know. what have you gotten us into? <laughs> We've established your that assistance. Nigel has that I accent. know you're not the strongest, but I have faith in you. And I believe if you can act as a bit of a lever, we can uh, get this particular crate off of my leg and then I can move and get us out of the water. Okay, I mean, I could just go up and find a new master with Cassius. No. I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Oh, you and that sense of humor of yours. That's so fun. Okay. (laughs) Roll roll a, uh, I don't know, roll a strength test? Yeah, roll a strength test. (laughs) For Nigel? Yeah. See if he's able to assist you. I mean, I rolled a 14, so I'm going to say probably not. Okay, you are still struggling. And so Nigel says, yeah, listen, I, uh, I skipped uh, upper body day. I haven't really been hitting the workouts, so I'm going to go uh, get some other help. And so all of you that are up on deck, so that'll be Theater Tot and Dogmar and Cassius, you see uh, Larks. You all have been on the ship together, so you would know each other, whether you're friends or not, it's up to you, but you would know each other. And you see Nigel flying up from below and kind of trying to dodge some of the other uh, some of the other people who are panicking it's like help 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 and just and and, and sees cassius sees dogmore sees theater thought look miss tenley she's drowning so which one of you are you gonna be my dead well i suppose all things worse come to worse i could be your new pappy okay Flies over, sits on your shoulder. <laughs> You're taller than Miss Tanley. I am. I can currently see, so long as somebody has a pulse, I can see through walls and other obstacles. Well, oh, yeah. he's finding a new dad. I'll just look for where Lark is and just start running there. Absolutely. So you can do that. Uh, so you can, there's there's many heartbeats and stuff below, uh, but you can start running down there and checking. Dogmar, what about you? I mean, we got more people who are overboard, so maybe try and. Fair enough. You okay. know, maybe 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 we can save slang. Okay, so when you head to the you know when you head to the 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 boat to the side of the boats, you look out and you can see that there's about you know seven or eight folks that have, in between these intermittent lightning crashes, you can you can catch sight of them as they are swimming. It seems to, a uh, a reef that every now and then pops up out of the water when the water explodes against it. And you can see one of those is slaying. There are a few other folks, uh, some missionary folks that you've, that you've seen uh, from the ship and some, uh, some, of the, uh, some of the merchants, the spice merchants and things. You can see them on there. Uh, and, the, and Mira, the captain, who sees, who's a com- kind of comes up behind you, just starts shouting, get, da- get down in the skiff, 
get off the ship. I need everyone off. And if you're not, if you're not trained, if you're not certified, get off. Get off. We'll try to repair it. Get to that reef. We don't want you going down with the ship. Get off. Get off. And she's like kind of shouting at everyone, to, at anyone who's not, you know, an official sailor or whatever, who's, who's, who can help get out of the way, let them do their job, get to shore, that kind of thing. All right. I mean, this right. seems like a cool idea to me if they're, if I still have action left or I can wait. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what do you got? I was just going to shoot, use the crossbow and shoot a rope over there and then, you know, like slide down it. Absolutely. Nice. Uh, that's, that's so cool. You know, no roll necessary. So you shoot, <laughs> you, t- you tie a, you know, you tie a, a line to the end, you shoot down towards the, the reef and the reef is pretty expansive. And then you have like a, what do you have? Like a, a whip? Is that your second weapon? Oh, I, I do. Yeah, I have a whip. So. Yeah. And so you get on the whip and you just start sliding down. Okay. Very nice. Follow uh, me, baby, or don't, you know. <laughs> you hear a couple of people, oh, I can do that. Oh, splash as they <laughs> were not capable of doing that. Um, slaying, you look up, you see Dogmar or some individual uh, sliding down in your direction. You've climbed up. Uh, on top of this reef, you're still probably about your waist high in water whenever it's it's at its as lowest. As it's swirling back and forth, sometimes uh, sometimes you can see that it uh, you know it's it, it it's got a lot of different caves and caverns and whirls in it here and there. Uh, but as you're standing here, one of the other crew that that or one of the other passengers like they say like look a lot and they they're pointing up and when you follow their you know, where they're, where they're pointing, you see this, this in the center, or at least just maybe a hundred or so feet from where you're at, that same, that same building, that same little vertical image that you saw when you're, uh, you're at the bow of the ship, there it is. And there is a light about maybe about 70 yards, 70 feet up in the air coming from playing the fire eater was about to attack the evil seagull that was descending upon the survivors, but has decided to move and we'll now try to get the survivors to the light and ignore the evil seagull coming okay. down upon them. How do you want to get them there? Um, so essentially, we're going to try to... The water is pretty uh, turbulent right now, so we're hoping to try to use some fire to burn where we think the rocks are to try to make them visible for a brief second to know where to step. Okay. Just boil the water. It's probably going to be quite uncomfortable for everybody else, but I've burned most of my body. Okay. And I'm okay with that. You're using your fire spirit for this. Is that, is that the idea? Yes. Let's, let's go, let's go for a little bit more fun here. Let's, let's pull out the fire spirit. We'll just have a giant, uh, just a dude's face comes out behind me and uh, starts to spit fire out of its mouth in a beam uh, where I point. Okay. Uh, roll the doom die. Let's see how, how well this goes. Uh, we'll go with this one. I rolled a six. Okay. You're fine. So as you, as you kind of call out to your spirit alliance, you see the, the fiery face of this man uh, Fred, suddenly appear. Fred, slag, the fire rider needs you, Fred. Uh, what would you have? Fred, of wake me? up! It is not time to sleep anymore. Fred, okay. get out of yep. bed. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Oh, oh. Leg, the fire eater demands uh, help burning the ocean. Demands? I mean, 
That's a little ask strong. Politely. That, that's yeah. more like it. All right. Wait, well, the flag, the fire eater would request politely that you burn the ocean. Well, I'll try. And they start kind of hurling these little mini fireballs here and there. And while they can't necessarily burn the ocean, they can burn some of the debris that's in the ocean that's creating these little pockets of light that come and go as like, you know, a wave will kick over them or the, uh, or the, the foaming from, the, from something breaking against the, the reef. What you notice in this ha- in, in this slang is, is a couple of things. You notice that the reef kind of arcs and it doesn't seem to lead towards the spire. It just seems to kind of arc around it, almost like it's as, as if it's like kind of creating like a circle or a radius around it. And the second thing you notice is that even though all of the water outside of the reef, like from where your ship came, is terribly rough seas, Everything inside, between the reef and between that spire, is extremely calm, in fact, and doesn't seem, and like there's, you can still see rain interrupting it here and there, but it's not sloshing around in the same way that the outer sea seems to. Ah, Fred, I thought you were more powerful than this. This is not the ocean, but I think that, yes, I'm disappointed. Uh, You can respond now. Uh, I I burned (laughs) stuff. Uh, Slag, the fire eater, appreciates your efforts, if slightly can, less than they anticipated. I can burn that guy right over there. He's coming down off the line. Oh, yeah, the I evil seagull. Him. I was about to shoot a harpoon at him. You want him. me to get him? I'll, I'll get uh, him. I'll I'm tempted. Right Maybe just the... <laughs> just a, okay, and then, Dogma, as we're coming down, you just feel your hair singe a little bit as you come down. You Maybe if you have a beard, it starts to, starts to singe and you feel smoke in your nose. Oh, God, how could I be Leo now? <laughs> And you land, uh, and then you and you and then Slang are, are both together. Let's go back then onto the ship. Uh, what is Theater Tot up to? I know Cassius went down to try to help Lark. Dogmore hopped off the ship. Where's Theater Tot going? Well, I, if the captain doesn't say that everyone should evacuate, then I will suppose I'll take it. I'll stand up on the railing of the ship and look for a nice place to leap down. Uh, do I see any bushes? Uh, yes, you, you in fact see bushes because <laughs> one of the merchants, uh, on this ship was a, uh, a bush merchant, uh, from the oh. far, far East. And they're bringing back beautiful exotic bushes that have unfortunately, uh, found their way into the debris that is over, uh, over the side of the well, ship. That's where I'm going to go. As they say, always aim for the bushes. So I'll leap off into the water, aiming for the bushes so I can swim to that reef. There wasn't even an awning or anything. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and roll it. I love that part Didn't so much. Did you lower a rowboat? I well, I don't want to jump in the rowboat. You aim for the bushes. <laughs> Every time I watch that movie and that happens, I have to like pause it because I laugh <laughs> so, so hard good. at the very beginning. Roll a, roll a dex test as you, as you try to jump down and hit the bushes. Oh. Do, I get a, do I get advantage if I sing, I can be your hero baby? Uh, you know what? <laughs> yes, you actually can. Uh, that well, that's good because I rolled a seventeen on the first one. Okay, okay. and a four Ooh. on the second. That is All a right. success. A gust of wind at the last second <laughs> prevents you from going astray and landing face first onto this onto this coral reef, and instead you land in the bushes. Aim for the bushes. 
And you're just a handful of feet away from where Dogmore and Sling are. Let's go back to Cassius now. You're you're running down. You're checking these various compartments. You see one person trying help me. Nope, that's that's not Lark. <laughs> you're not Lark. I'll get to you maybe later. Like, please, I have yeah, a yeah, 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 you're very important. And you're, yeah, you're a very important part of the crew. Where's My Lark? Lark! For me. Uh, and, and Lark, you eventually hear Cassius, and you can shout back. And there you see Cassius. Lark has oh. now... Hello. The the compartment she is in is is half filled with water. Her head is barely above water at this point. She has all sorts of like there's so much debris that's kind of pinning her down. Oh. What do y'all want to do? Okay, okay, this is this is bad. It might take me a second. Is is it more pinning you, or is it more like a piece of your clothing or something is pinned? Uh, I, do, I know do, do, it, do, do. it. It's definitely me. It's definitely yeah. me. All okay. of me. It um, hurts very much. Okay, I've got good news and I got bad news. Uh, the bad news is <laughs> I'm not a really strong guy. But the good news is, I know how to give you more time to do this. <laughs> he takes this terrible face hugger with the lungs attached to it, and he shoves it in your face. Yeah. Lark was hoping for something different, but Lark will take assistance as it comes. It is a terrible <laughs> sensation that overcomes you, but it is one it's that... horrible. <laughs> It is one that, sorry. nonetheless, suddenly allows you to breathe, and as your head ducks down beneath the water, as the uh, as the water rises, you you are able to breathe. Uh, one of you, I don't care who, can make a strength test, do it at advantage, since the two of you are working towards this, and you can see if you can you can catch her free. Uh, I've got an eleven. I've got a ten. Okay, and hey. don't forget, by the way. There's always the call on Doom. If you're worried, you can roll. You can say, I'm calling on Doom. You can, you know, de- you can degrade your Doom die, roll it, and subtract it from your test. That might help uh, might help this. We've got advantage. What's the worst that happens? She spends more time with a face hugger on her face. It's no problem. <laughs> and everything's That's fine. Fair. That's fair. Uh, okay. Just, just, just don't breathe too deeply because that kind of excites it. So just, just calm breaths <laughs> are important. <laughs> Oh no! Just like that, <laughs> you managed to <laughs> you managed to get her unpinned when it's about three quarters of the way up the water. The two of you pull out of that compartment. You manage to sort of close the door as best you can, keeping keeping or the hatch, I should say, keeping that compartment from flooding too quickly. Some of the others, we'll say, you can make it back out onto the deck. At this point, when you look around. You can see, first of all, Lark, you don't see Nigel. He has abandoned you utterly. And you also don't see anyone on the deck other than uh, what looks like the crew. Uh, There are some people that you recognize as some of the missionaries and some of the merchants and some of the mercs that are climbing into the second of the two skiffs. Tiedertada has already cut one free. They're climbing in and they're getting ready to lower uh, but you would once more hear the shouts of the captain for everybody who's not on her crew to get off her frickin' ship and uh, find find safety. What do you two do? Larkin and uh, Cassius is the two I'm referring to. Uh, I, Lark still you, has this whole thing over its apparatus over <laughs> her mouth. Okay. <laughs> so. okay. Um, uh, you see the Cassius strangely uh, kind of wants it back, but then he sees that you're kind of injured. Like, 
not injured, injured, but like you just had a bunch of stuff on you and you look hurt. And he kind of wants it back, but he doesn't. He says, you, you, you can keep it. It's fine. It's fine. You keep it. And she, like, now that she has access to oxygen, she definitely sort of like gives you looks like, get this thing now. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, no, if, you, if you don't want it, okay, great. <laughs> and he just jumps in the water. You jump, oh, you're oh. just going to jump over into the water? That's it? You're not um, gonna, okay. Uh, roll a dex test. Uh, Lark, yeah. how are you getting down? A lot of debris. Uh, other things in the water that you might land on. Cassius, take three points of damage as uh, <laughs> water is not the first thing you hit when you when you go down. There's a very- it's a good thing that I've got this legendary armor and just a body full of scars so I don't feel all the pain because I've burned away so many of the nerves. You smash through this coffin that someone was apparently transporting back to the twice sunken city, except as it smashes open, you realize there's no body in it. It's just a series of coins and treasures that are now spilling out, some tumbling down to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, The coffin is breaking apart, uh, but you might be able to grab a few things if you wanted to uh, the trap. I mean, if it's right there, why not? Maybe waste not want not. All right. Uh, so Lark is going to look for Nigel and try to find where Nigel is. Lightning crashes and you see Theater Tot, Dogmore, and Slaying amidst uh, what looks like a small little field of fire as some of the, the reef and some of the other debris has been inexplicably set afire. And you can see the lightning reflecting off that traitorous that traitorous owl of yours as he sits very comfortably on the shoulder of Theater Tot. And you just see Lark just like she goes from just being so glad that this uh, breathing apparatus is off of her face. And you just see just sort of the color drain as she just sort of is like, you little bird, you. And she just like <laughs> cannonballs off the side of the <laughs> ship. All the text test. Uh, Cassius, uh, I'll say the the most... The most interesting thing you find is a very beautiful, very intricate ivory flute. Uh, So go ahead and put that. You can just put that in your inventory. It's just cash, basically. It'll convert to. Or you can play it if you want. Uh, Lark, how'd you do on that dex test? That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. All right, two things are going to happen. First, take three points of damage. Secondly, because it's a critical fail in this game, whenever you roll a critical fail, you have to roll your doom die immediately. So go ahead and roll that doom die. How'd you That's do? a four. Four? Okay, you're good. Remember, one and a two is what you is what you want to avoid. Anything else okay. is fine. Do I still okay. bring my doom die down a step? No, no, no. Only okay. if you roll a one or a two. Okay, so we'll we'll kick over then to Dogmore and Theater Tot and Slang. You are now the, th- the three of you are on relatively sturdy ground, uh, even though your your feet and ankles and knees are probably still getting slashed around with water. Uh, you have a little bit of visibility. There's a light up in that spire. Uh, it's about a hundred yards, hundred feet away. Excuse me, uh, from relatively calm seas, and you hear Lark as she's cannonballing suddenly shout this horrible epithet in the direction of Nigel and Theater Todd on your shoulder. Oh, oh shit! Oh damn it! Okay, uh, oh, Miss Tanley, let me come save you. And he flies off, and he's trying to help Lark out of the water. Uh, 
That's heartbreaking. I was going to name him Salt because you know what's better on tater tots? Salt. It I like that. Salt. Miss Tanley, can you call my Salt from now on? I'm not going to be calling you anything at the moment. I'm in trouble, aren't I? <laughs> okay. Uh, and we'll say at this point, all of you have have rejoined one another on top of this on top of this reef. Uh, and I'll turn it over to you. What do you guys want to do? Like the fighter eater recommends that we just swim. Where are we swimming to? Uh, the that middle way. I mean, we got to hold our arms like that while swimming. Because I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's weird. very important. You have to wait very for important. your Leo. Oh. Do we do we, do we we paddle while we're uh, waiting for our Leo? Uh, What's the leg <laughs> situation? Uh, kicking, definitely. Slag the Fire Eater recommends kicking while swimming with your arms like this. Okay. So. Kicking hard. Kicking hard. I'm good. Go ahead, Dan. There, you, there was like there was a, a barrel that some of the, the treasure came out of, right? Right. Maybe so while I was swimming, my, I, I swim like this, and you swim like that, and then like we're a pair together. <laughs> a synchronized <laughs> positioning. Yeah, that's right. I think that's how it works. Well, then we that, must that, also great. smile. I'm, I, I, I'm oh, gonna yes. grab something that floats and hold on to it while I paddle. So, Cassius, you grab a barrel put your arm over it, you're floating, and you're kind of swimming with one arm. While you're doing that, you do see a skiff being dragged over top of the reef, plunged into the, the middle of that calm area. A couple of those folks are starting to row past you. And you see this, uh, this very, very old man. Uh, he's just, you know, a holy man of some kind. Oh, would you uh, care for a ride, Mr. Van Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that so much. Did you know there's things swimming in the water underneath and they move so fast and they're so much faster than me and I'm pretty sure they want to eat me and I would love to get up there with you. Oh, don't be foolish. You'll just see. And you see as he's saying <laughs> that, a tentacle rips up out of the water, wraps around <laughs> his neck, his eyes bulge and he gets pulled over the side, disappears beneath you in the calm seas. <laughs> I guess you don't need your spot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Lark, Lark is going to grab her Inquisitor's longsword. Okay. And she is going to stare at Nigel and say, This is what you do when a friend is in trouble. And she's going to dive off the side and try to cut the uh, tentacle off of that thing and save the man. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Roll. Okay. You're, you're diving underneath with the oh. sword, you're trying to hack at the tentacle. No, 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 don't go down there. Uh, it's very dark down here, but there is some light coming down from Slang's use of the fire, uh, of, of her fire spirit. Uh, so I'm not going to make disadvantage then, so there's a little bit of light. But go ahead and roll your attack. And hang on, let me get you the penalty. So in this game, uh, they're, they're, the difference in level between the creature that you're attacking and, and yourself, if, it's, if they're a higher level than you, you have to add it to your, your role. So it just that accounts for like the difficulty of it. So let me just look it up here. Uh, add plus one to your role. So it's a level four creature that you're attacking. And so I, I forget how this works because I haven't done it yet. Um, mm -hmm. But so my saga for level two was hero of her own story. 
Right. Okay. So let me explain that too. So we have our own little, it's our own little house, my own little homebrew thing, because I started everyone at level three. You have sagas that get you to level two and then level three. At, if at any point you want to do like a little flashback, you can gain advantage. And by flashback, I just mean you reference something from a previous saga that somehow helps you on the check and you can have advantage. You get, you get Basically, you can do it a total of two times, once for each saga. So that's just my own little wrinkle. So, so. I'm going to say that it was some type of a... Um, like a snake or some type of similar creature that she slayed with her, uh, with this particular uh, longsword, And so that's okay. what she's sort of like thinking back to as she's kind of a, a attacking this uh, sure. tentacle creature. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Go right ahead. Uh, swing away. Get your advantage. Uh, didn't even need it. It was a three and an eight. Both okay. of which are okay. under 10. All right. Calm down. Uh, all right. Uh, roll your damage. Uh, arm damage is a D6. Well, actually, are you specifically, before you roll your damage, are you specifically trying to just just sever this yes. tentacle? Okay, so then yes. we'll say we can use it like a damage effect then instead, attack effect. Okay. So that means you're going to roll your doom die. Oh. And say that you want to just sever the tentacle. Like, that's your goal, not necessarily to do, like... You know the, the 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 meat sponge type of damage. You're you're just trying to cut the tentacle as an effect. Roll the two. Okay. Uh, as I tend to do. Deplete. Yeah. Uh, your doom die down to a d4, but I will say that you do manage to cut through it, and that old man is sort of set free at that point. Comes bubbling back up. You see the spray of of some kind of blood begin to fill the water, and you have uh, saved you. this man. Thank you. Thank you, Cassius. And as Lark kind of gets back up, saves <laughs> yeah. him. She hey. just stares Nigel down. Excellent. I'm execution. a freaking owl. What do you want me to do? I can't swim. I'll sink to the bottom. I, I wouldn't have known to look for you if you hadn't come up. In, in fairness, I mean, he, he's an owl, you know. Uh... He is a disloyal owl it would appear uh good sir how are you feeling she was like smacking him on the back <gasps> i've never uh, felt is he not so breathing? alive <sighs> the little face of death gets the blood going doesn't it <sighs> sir, sir do you feel short of breath do you need help breathing no, Cassius, can, he can well, breathe again just fine. Feel, let me just get this tentacle off me. Oh, oh, that's so much better. And then a second oh, okay. tentacle ruptures up out of the water, misses him, slaps down on the boat. Slaying Theater Tot Dockport, what are the three of you doing as this is all transpired? I, I assume that I'm up at the front. Yes, okay. yes, I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just... Are you on the boat or are you swimming at that position? Oh, I'm swimming. I, 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 okay. <laughs> Right. We're synchronized swimming. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. You look We've off to the, the left. The top, There's a the series middle, of judges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So the two of you are swimming. Uh, you seem to be swimming without any difficulty currently. Theater Todd, is there anything This is very doing? easy for us, Slag yeah, Fire Eater says. Nothing can go wrong. No, we seem to be having a great time. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to try and... Hitch right on that there boat with the whole tentacle thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to swim it. 
Okay. Yeah, you, can, you, you can be the bottom of the formation. Yeah, yeah, I, I will be that I got my arms down and then it's yeah, like red hot chili peppers, just exactly in the yes, water. Yes, yes. Uh the three of you, since you are swimming, go ahead and roll int tests as you swim past. Int? We'll call it an int. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. As you're trying to Okay, I found my cursed dice that always roll low. Oh dear. There you Best. Go. Roll low or roll bad? Roll low. Uh, that rolled a nine, which is my int. What happens if I tie? That is a fail, fail, actually, in this game. Yeah, it's a roll under game. Oh, no. Yeah. Still unlucky. Oh, yeah. still unlucky. Oh. How, how did Dog Warranty or Tut do? Can I do Best. that? Uh, you can do the call on Doom thing. I don't remember if that's before or after you roll, but yeah, you can go ahead and do it if you would like. It's, all, it's an oh. automatic. It's, so it's an automatic depletion, though, of your Doom mm. die. Oh, mm. No, I'm not going to pull a Melissa. That's okay. I'll just take the loss. Shade. All right. Dogmar failed, I see. Yep. Yep. Theater Tot, how did you do? I'm good. You saw it? You passed? Okay. So I passed. I'm full of taters. Those things float. It's not barrels. It's just giant taters that are just full of tater tots. Okay. So the three of you are swimming. Theater Tut, mm -hmm. you, uh, you catch sight as the lightning, you know, crackles above periodically, like illuminates a bit of these very, very dark waters. And you can, you swear you see as you're looking down shapes moving about eyes looking back up at you, relatively mm. big eyes, kind of yellowish glowing. And then they kind of dissipate as the, the, maybe they were reflecting some of the light coming down from the lightning above. You also notice, Theater Top, that in the side of this spire, uh, you can see that there is a circular opening. It is very, very large, in fact. Uh, most of it is above the surface of the water, but some of it is below. It's entirely circular, and it's not intend intended to be there. It looks to be like a, a, like a crack in the, in the wall, but it's almost perfectly circular. You see these little cracks like radiating out from it, almost like spokes. You can see there's other folks that are trying to swim through it. It seems to be the natural way to get inside. Uh, and there's even one of the skiffs. One of the two skiffs is uh, is currently, not the one with Cassius and Lark, is currently working their way inside. Uh, that's what you see, we'll say, with your int uh, as you're swimming. Well, we gotta go right on over that way. Uh, yes, you can take the lead. I will go to the back. Oh, and <laughs> then none. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just, it's like the flying V, but not quite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The synchronized flying V, yes. The linear V. The oh, linear V. So majestic. The L. <laughs> oh, no. The three of we you. Want, we don't want to take the L. <laughs> the I? Capital I. In team. Three of you push through that hole in the wall. And you can see there's a handful of other folks that have already made it through. And there's some dry area. And you can even see there's roof overhead, or at least the ceiling, as there is this ruined circular staircase that seems to go up along the exterior, or the I should say on the outer rim of this, uh, this spire, but it's inside, going up to floors above. Uh, you can see that there are folks that are sitting down. Some are catching their breath. Uh, some that are helping others out of the water. Um, you also notice as you're looking around that there are, well, there's a, there's a, there's some, most of it looks to be well-constructed. Like it's like, this might've been a lighthouse at some point. You don't 
really, you don't remember seeing an island. You just remember seeing the spire itself. Um, but you notice that in addition to what looks like just the stone and the plaster of this place, which is obviously in not great shape, there is a structure uh, like this, like this object, fairly large, maybe about seven feet tall or so with about six feet width here and there. And it's all made from like coral and it's standing relatively center of this, uh, of this room water kind of goes up to maybe your ankles in here. There are some cracks and holes in the floor where it just goes deep down who knows how far, right? But you can find places to stand up in here. That's what the three of you see. All right. Say, good. Weird coral statue thing standing in there, you said? Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of standing there. Um, Cool wisdom test, if you like. Sure. Why like the fire eater would also like to hold fire. Either well, that's a fail. you really hold fire. Yeah, you still have. I'll say your spirit's still around you, uh, kind of just following along. Fred, and has been dim so that I am brighter than you. What? <gasps> okay. Fred, I, mean, I need to be brighter than you. Slag the fire eater is more I, important. I'm literally made of fire. Okay. Dim, um, dim your fire. Okay. <laughs> How was that? Is that um, right? I appreciate your efforts, weak as they are. It's like the fighter will deal. I'm a powerful fighter spirit from realm, the inferno, but no, that's mm -hmm. fine. That's fine. Weak. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, of course you are, Fred. That's keep keep up the mantra. Good efforts. Oh, <laughs> Where did I go wrong in my life? Oh goodness. Um, outside. Uh, we'll say Lark and uh, Lark and Cassius, your your boat is, is starting to come through that opening as well. Theater uh, Tot, how did you do on that wisdom test? Oh, I failed. Okay, yeah. What the hell is that thing? Who knows? Oh, it's weird. It's like a really weird and ugly tater. I've never yeah. seen anything like it before. It's a very. It's 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 sort of like there's one sort of vertical tater that kind of branches out into a series of squiggly lines at the top, like these almost like, like branches. Tater tree. Yeah, yeah, and then there's a very flat part uh, on the on the bottom uh, as well, on which you can see there's a series of of these large shells that have been stacked on top of the flat part. Okay, that's okay. what I see. At this point, Cassius, Lark, you're here. All five of you are once more together. Lark, Cassius, you see the same things that I've already described. The five of you like to do at this point. So I don't know if this quite captures the spirit of what this is supposed to be for, um, but Lark is a storyteller. And this is supposed to be used for distraction, but basically you always know D4 interesting things about objects, places, or people. And it's one roll per session. Ooh. Uh, roll a D4. Yeah, I understand what you're saying here. Well, I think we can use it. That makes sense. Okay. That's fun. It, it was a stretch, but... No, it's perfect. Is there a help action in this game, or? Uh, I think basically you can give someone advantage if it makes sense to do it. So like with Dogmore and Cassius both like working with the rope before, like someone can roll with advantage. And can Slag the Fire Eater make more fire to make the object easier to see? Sure, roll the d4 twice, take the higher. Nice. Roll the three both times. <gasps> okay, I'm, 
But you just said I needed to dim down. Now you want me to brighten more, again. More, Fred, more. I'm slag getting the fire mixed says more. signals, Slag. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Fred, Here you we need go. to. Why, we're, we're connected. We're supposed to have this, like, mental bond. I am getting far too old for this. Okay. <sighs> And various chunks of seaweed suddenly ignite here and there. Uh, Lark, what did you roll on the D4? Three. Okay, you rolled a three. Uh, a couple things I will point out to you. First, this is very much a religious altar. That's one. Uh, two, it seems to be to some sort of sea god of some kind. Uh, and uh, I would say there are a variety of those, some good, some bad. Uh uh, some that sailors and other folk worship. Some, like Dagon, for instance, that are more nefarious and evil. And then uh, I would say, uh, what's the third thing I can give you? Uh, the third thing is that this very much seems like a lighthouse, but it doesn't, But it's, which is very odd because lighthouses are usually much closer to the coast in some way, and you are nowhere near a coast. Uh, so this is a lighthouse building but it makes no sense for it to be here. Those are the three things I'll say I'll give you. Is that fair? Yep. And so Lark yep. will share all of that information. Uh, uh, that's just good. It's, it's thing. It's, it's, um, I don't know how you burn the seaweed like that. But that's just, it's beautiful. It's amazing. And I just, I just, I want, I want you to know, I, I t -t -t wow. Um, just such a Thank wonderful you. burning. That's very kind of you. I usually don't get, um, such Cassie's positive can't hear Fred. reinforcement. <laughs> you, you can't hear it at all. <laughs> I'm just saying it all to Slag. Oh, that's right. You can't hear uh, Slag, the fire eater appreciates your compliments and will take them upon themselves. Thank you. Thank you. But it was, uh, I was the one who did it. It was me. Why can't appreciated. you We have seaweed chips for all. It's uh, the best good. fire in the whole wide room. You're all going to die here. Appreciate you, too. <laughs> Can, can Here's a funny idea. Get uh, uh, closer coral, to Fred. Coral is actually like a living thing. It's like a connection of many, 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 many living things all together. So if this statue is like a lighthouse, but we're in the middle of nowhere, we're not near any sort of shore. Maybe it's not a lighthouse to like a shore. Maybe there's like a god underneath, right? And this is like this is like some sort of like seafaring mecca of sorts, right? The way he said that, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulses, it's just weird. <laughs> so are, so are you saying it comes up to us or, or we go down to it? Uh, I think that's our choice. But pretty much, I think we need to go to it. That's well, like a bad idea. I've heard worse ideas and I've heard better ideas, but hey, in your window, let's do it. I mean, whatever that is. Don't worry about it. I what? didn't. Yep. So while that conversation's happening, Lark is trying to move in the direction of Fred. Yeah, so I think, I, I know demons are invisible. I can't, I don't think spirits are. So I feel, but but it can manifest however you want it to. Uh, so however you want it to look, Kipser, is, is what it would be. It, it's It's an old dude, giant old dude's face, just like the front section. Yeah, that's that, that's what you see. Why, why it's like getting... very two dimensional, and when you look on the other side, you see the inside of a face. Why is she getting close to me? I don't like proximity. <laughs> Fred doesn't appreciate the attention. No, 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 no that's I like fine. The attention. Just I just want carry on. distance. 
carry on with your conversation. You know, Fred, if you don't feel as if you're getting all of the uh, kudos that you deserve, other individuals might perhaps offer. Slag, the fire eater can hear you. And also, Fred cannot respond to you. (laughs) What the? Miss Tanley, what the fuck? I'm right here. What's sometimes we can not respond in words, but we can respond in actions, perhaps. It's just, you know, thought things to think about. Like the fire eater has committed to Fred's terrible plan to kill Fred's enemies so that we can be bonded. Okay. um, I don't think they're my enemies, though, but I mean, okay. I just throw out there, I don't know what y'all are arguing about, but if you're all switching teams, (laughs) theater tots always got money and taters that need cooks. And birds love taters. Like the fire eater could cook taters. Win for everyone. There we go. Roasted I mean, potatoes. Where? After after we we do what we need to do with that thing. Oh, I thought we were making this place a tater restaurant. All right, let's take care of the thing. The god it's underneath, and then we'll you know handle it. Then it turns into a tater restaurant. It does. Really weird middle of the sea tater restaurant. Be very exclusive. So, I've heard goals. I'm not sure what we're doing though. Like you say, we're trying <laughs> uh, to nothing yet. God beneath the sea. What, 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 is, what, what does that look like? I mean, I just doing? assume everybody else is able to go diving. I've got my own breathing apparatus. I think everybody else is fine, right? We've all got breathing apparatuses, no, right? No. You no, go no, get it, Cassius. You. you have fun. Just you. <laughs> Cassius does not have much. A lot, a lot. He, I, I don't have wisdom. They they will look around the altar some more and see if there's something. And intelligence and no the, common sense. The only thing you see uh, really around the this altar are these shells. There's a series of of, of kind of large conch, conch shells, basically. Like are they in like a pattern or facing no, a direction? They just or? seem to be laid out. A couple of them just seem to be laid out in a row on top of the altar. Like. Is there like a small to large? Are they even no, they're sizes? All, they're or? roughly all the same size, but they're not identical. Okay. You know, pick them up, look underneath them. Uh, okay, you pick one up and you hear something from uh, from the hole in it. You hear... <laughs> Hello? Can you say that again? The reception is poor? Oh, the signal's terrible. (laughs) Pick up another one. You hear a slightly different accent. New phone, who dis? just keep going until one of them makes sense so you pick up the third phone you hear a much deeper voice (laughs) 
Oh, okay. All right. So we got like a like a high, a medium, and a low so far. So I guess right, we'll we'll just hang up on him without saying anything. Okay. At this point, you do hear a scream uh, further up in the tower. At this point, you hear you know up like maybe a flight of flight of these stairs uh, as Dogbar is looking through these these conch shells. Well, that was the weirdest sound of lightning strike I ever heard. We better stay down here just to be safe. The, like, the one that I, said, I.E. Was not a lightning strike. That was a scream. We should go investigate. All right, Nigel. you want me over. Uh, slag the fire eater. Come, come. come on, Salt. Days. We got work to do. Nigel. Crikey. Oh, oh, now you want to be my friend. A second ago, you were trying to get yourself a fire spirit who doesn't even want to talk to you. Maybe I will go over to Mr. Tatertot. You know what? A second ago, you were on Tatertot's shoulder, and that's great because he wanted to call you Salt, and Salt on Tatertot. That makes sense, right? But deep down, you know you love Lark, and Lark loves you, so let's go up there because they're screaming, and the thing that's causing the screaming probably has valuable components that it could harvest. You know how long we could save somebody. Have pacifiers to shut them up. Why don't you take your little thing? And he's like motioning with his with his wing towards your mask and just shove it right in your mouth and just, you know, back out of this conversation. <laughs> Did Cassius just put the mask on Nigel? <laughs> Did you yes. put it on him? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> he doesn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> a very interesting sensation for him. <laughs> He starts to starts to swell a bit. <laughs> He's like, Are you gonna be nice to Lark? Are you gonna be nice to Lark? Huh? Are you a good bird? Are you gonna be nice to Lark? Good. Crikey. And he flutters over onto Lark's opposite shoulder as far away from Cassius as possible. And he just whispers yeah. in your ear, Lark. He's crazy, Miss Tantley. He's gonna get us all killed. He saved my life, though, when you went off and made friends with Senor Tot over there. He saved my life, so I do owe him. I'll tell but, you, but, but I'll, I'll fetched help for you. you. You fetched help, and then you stayed with the help, and you left me to die. But maybe if there are things up there, we could get you. You know, yeah. you've got that ah! little <laughs> wheel. I'm, I'm that's just going on ahead. You guys, uh, okay, so those of you who go up, you, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a very large roundabout stone staircase, a little, little crumbled here and there, but it's not too bad. A uh, couple, couple steps feel a little unsturdy, but nothing gives way. And you, the fire eater would like to human torch and then fly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, so Fred, uh, is it, are you like, just like hanging on to Fred as like Fred flies up? Is that what it is? Um, well, I was thinking like the Fantastic Four, full human torch. Why do all the fire mutants able to fly? Who knows? But we're just going to fly <laughs> and Fred can like probably trail behind slowly. <gasps> Limping up the stairs. Yeah. My hip. My hip is. Yeah. Up. Oh, it hurts. He has to walk. I can fly. So oh, she's marvelous. Those of you who get up here, uh, you look around and you see that uh, there are two people laying on the ground. There's one person that is cowering in the corner. You see, for lack of a better term, uh, it almost looks like there's maybe about two dozen cradles in here, like a nursery 
it's all wet seaweeds dangling from over top of them. And you see these little bits of shells and glowing lights that are kind of dangling in front of them. And you see that in addition to the people that you were on the ship with, two of which are on the ground bleeding, one of whom is back, you know, is, is sort of uh, hiding in a corner. There are several, uh, there are several other figures in here uh, that look different than uh, your normal. I'm going to show you guys tokens on the, uh, uh, on the desktop. They are bipedal. Uh, they stand somewhere between about six and seven feet tall when they're standing up straight. They have these big, giant yellow eyes. They have scales that are glittering uh, as the as the light from uh, the fire eater reflects off of them. Uh, one of them is like hacking away at the body of one of your shipmates that's on the ground. Uh, two more are currently closing in on one in the corner that's screaming for help. Uh, I think it's time to go to initiative. All right. So yeah. let's uh, let's get that taken care of. So initiative in this game is uh, is actually, let me see, I think I can handle it. Is it a wisdom tech? System. It is it is a wisdom test. So uh, go ahead. Yeah, let's go ahead and go ahead and roll it. And so a pass on this wisdom test means you go before the enemy. A, a fail means you go after. So fail. What does a one mean? A one is a critical Ready? success. Uh, so I think uh, you will be going. Uh, you will be going before them. I think that's what you call firsties. Firsties. Yeah, I remember if there isn't officially a rule for this, but I'm going to say that anything you do on this first turn, you can do with advantage because you are so prepared and vigilant and ready to go. Wildly uh, prepared. Yeah. All right. Who else passed? Dogmore. Okay. All right. Everybody wow, else failed. Oh, Dan. Dan, I know Dan. this is this is concerning. Okay, this is so, the game for Dan. So theater taught. I mean, you crit. You see that. You see what's happening uh, in terms of ranges. Like if we're talking about the ranges in this game, everything's again range bands. Uh, I would put. Um, I would put the one that's hacking away at the body on the ground at close distance from you, and I would put the other two at nearby as they're on the other side of the room from you. That's how I would say. What do you want to do, theater taught? Well, I was going to try and save whoever it was getting hacked, but you described it very clearly as hacking at a body, which is no longer a person. That's fair. So one of the other two on the other side of the room, uh, I am just going to, I'm just going to wish them a happy nap and cast a spell. Okay. Fantastic. As I cast gloomy lullaby with advantage. If I pass, they lose consciousness. And if I roll a one, they will not wake up. Gotcha. So you got to roll an int test. And then I believe mm -hmm. it's a doom. I think you roll your doom die. And that's the term is the one, the two, the three, the four, the five or six. Right. Oh, no, no, uh, there's a crit. No, you're, you're a spellcaster. Sorry. That's a spirit thing. Yeah. Well, thank goodness I got initiative or advantage because I did, in fact, roll a one with that advantage. Okay. So do okay. I, I got to roll a doom die? No, 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 no. Uh, you rolled a one on your test. You want your critical success. Which one are you targeting? The one that was like hacking away at the one? No, in the one of the other two. The All one right. that's hacking. It's distracted. It's got a snack. It's good to go. It's going to okay. be a happy camper. So as they're reaching back and they're about to like swipe through this uh, other other uh, shipmate, uh, you suddenly see as they grow quite tired, 
and begin to fall asleep and just collapse to the ground. Okay. Uh, you have a second it. action if you have. If there's something else that you wanted to do. You know what? If I got a second action, uh, I won't use it for anything. Okay. Okay. You do get bonus points at the end of this session for not using those actions. Oh, I'm scoring all of you in terms of your performance. So, so by this is going to be nothing, a review. I do better. <laughs> exactly. You get you get bonus points at the end. Yeah, oh, I cast uh, gloomy lullaby on myself. <laughs> No, I'm joking. I don't do that. I just hang back because I ain't want to get slashed first. Someone else can do that. Dogmore. Uh, so, what would you like to do? You also get to go first. Would it? Would the one that's also over there fighting a guy be considered unaware of me? Uh, of in, you? In the sense of of you because of your assassin trait? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, you can take it. Okay. Because then I just get to deal damage to him. Or are you attacking at range if you're attacking from range? Yes. Okay, uh, add plus one to your roll. They are level four, so the difference in between your level of three and level of four is added to your roll to make it more difficult. The uh, assassin roll, though, this is why I'm asking. Your first attack against an unaware target is an automatic hit. Oh, that's right. That's right. Your assassin talent automatically hits. Uh, what's the damage? 2d6 plus my level. All right, so roll your 2d6, add three, and that's what we got. Oh my nice. gosh, what on earth is happening here? Whose idea was... Oh, Dogmore, uh, holy crap. <laughs> Whose idea was to invite right Dan? What the, what the, what the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> what, what is happening here? Who are you, Dan? Uh, you don't, you don't uh, kill I'm it, but that is a Dan. brutal hit. So what does it look like when Dogmore brutally hits this guy? I mean, I assume that it's like it's over there attacking or something like that. So maybe mm -hmm. we're just like hitting them in his shoulder that's swinging. Yeah. Mess yeah. that up a bit or something. So they swing back and like one of them falls asleep from theater top. And the second one takes a, a crossbow uh, shot right to the shoulder. You see it kind of erupt with this greenish blue uh, blood that just sort of splatters over top of the of the other falling asleep one and also the, the victim. Uh, but they are right. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to do with your, you have one more action. Is there anything you wanted to do? Uh, I don't know that there's anything else I want to do at this point. I don't know. Is there like reloading for the crossbow? No, you don't got to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's no, it doesn't okay. have mechanical. Okay. They're going to turn at this point so that you can see the full face. Uh, and you can see that they have this gibbering looking mouth, like the mouth of a bass giant eyes this elongated forehead that reaches back in their uh back above their shoulders into these different fins and such they both look slightly differently uh than you know the one on the ground that's killing or, or like ripping through the body the one that's turning around now having been shot every one of you please go ahead and roll a doom test at disadvantage as they have what's no. called frightening aura this isn't even an action oh, it's just i immediately failed so deplete your doom die by one step. So go from if you if you're still at D6, just take it to a D4. Yep. It did it automatically even. Oh, perfect. Great. I rolled a five and a four. Cassius passed. One, three. Five eight or passed. Uh, fail. Passed. I passed. Because it was disadvantage. Oh, it's, right? Disadvantage, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It is disadvantage. Okay. Anybody who failed, just deplete your doom die one. Okay. Then 
They're going to go. Uh, so the one that has been hacking away uh, is going to leap up uh, onto a counter that's next to one of these these uh, these cradles, and it's going to hurl themselves uh, at probably one of the two people who have already gone. Uh, it's going to be at Dogmore. Oh, here uh, it comes. <laughs> They are going to, with their mouth wide open, dripping blood from whatever other person that they have been gnawing at, is going to attempt to bite you. So in this game, GM doesn't roll. Everything's rolled by the players. You can choose to either parry if you have a weapon that can be that can use parry, or you can use dex to dodge. You have a crossbow in your hand, right? Yeah, so probably so, a dodge then. Yeah, probably dex. Uh, so okay. roll decks again. There's the penalty of the one, and you manage that. That'd be fine. Okay, you dive out of the way, and they go sliding across the floor and turn around uh, on these webbed feet. Uh, but you do manage to dodge. The other one on the other side of the room, who's at nearby, will move uh, to close the distance. We'll go after Theater Todd, I think. Uh, so they've got the. This is the one that's got the the bolt coming out of them. And it's the same thing for you, Theater Tot. They're trying, I'll say this one's gonna go after you with claws. So it's gonna try to, with these these hideous looking gnarled claws, swipe at you. If you have a weapon, you can roll parry if you want. If you would rather just dodge, you can roll dex. I'm just gonna dodge it. Go for it, man. And add one God, to your I roll. have success, I roll a two out of 12. And you, uh, you as well, just kind of tuck behind one of these, uh, one of these, uh, these cradles and it, manages to to slide across uh and so i would say now both of them are are essentially close so it's just one big melee with everybody uh now rules as written the way initiative goes is that you kind of go in a clockwise order but it doesn't really work for stream so i just say go whoever so uh cassius fire eater and lark whatever order you want just call out when somebody has something they want to do uh I would love to stab the injured one in the back. Go right ahead. Absolutely. Go stab them. That's 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 what good guys do, right? And I'm a swordsman, so I can use my decks. That is indeed what they do. <laughs> oh, it's a one. Oh my. Okay, so critical successes on an attack in this game. First of all, you get full damage from your roll. So if nice. what's, what's your damage die? Six. Is it just so you get six points of it's damage. Just a gladius. He just pulls a gladius out from his legionary armor. And now, in addition to the, his back, in addition to the full damage, you get another damage die on top of it. So roll another d6. I love it. Uh, seven. Seven still is still actually enough to kill it. So describe your kill, Cassius. He, 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 I just, I'm taking looking around. The best, uh, the best defense is good offense. Uh, make sure to keep somebody else from doing something. That one is hurt really bad. He's already been jabbed through. I know. I, he goes up where it's already been shot with the crossbow bolt. He wrenches his arm up from behind, shoves the gladius into the armpit, and wrenches it down as far as he can, just making blood eviscerate everywhere. It's absolutely hideous. I love it. And this thing falls to the ground, and fish guts begin to spill out and create a, a, a floor of of, it's very slippery at this point. Uh, okay. I'm going to his fin because I want to put those fins on my suit. There are several fins on the back uh, on the back of its forearm, back of its head. Uh, you can see on the back of its uh, back of its calves as well. 
You have a second action. If there's something else you want to do, if you want to move or something like that. Um, does switching weapons take an action, basically? You can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Because if I could, I would switch switch around and shoot somebody. Uh, well, take in an attack action, and you would have to roll. You, that's the doom die. So even if it's different yeah. weapons, you're still no. What I'll so. do is then. So we've got one asleep, one's dead, and one's still up. One is still he'll, up and untouched. He'll yeah. he'll go in and kind of bully into the next one. There's still there because he does have a shield, okay. and he'll kind of bully his shield into the next one. Get up and kind face. of clang his sword, trying to make himself a target. I like uh, it. I like it. Why am I doing this gun? Why? What is wrong with me? Roll a. I mean, you can roll a strength test. You can roll a charisma test. Whatever you think uh, might be the way you taunt them into attacking you and no one else. Uh, yeah, it's. I guess strength test. Yeah, go for it. Okay. No, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. But he's he's bullying into it. He's at least a potential target. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Not guaranteed, but definitely potential. Uh, then we've got Fire Eater and we've got Lark Tanley. If you would like to go next. Uh, Slang the Fire Eater would like to do something that would be two attacks, which would be a doom roll in between, uh, if it is possible. Um, I was just... <clears throat> the first thing that I would like to do is the believe the very... the Looking at your row of enemies, the one at the very back hasn't been touched at all. That is correct. So there's one... I'm going to... I'll go ahead and mark this other one as dead. So... One's dead, one's asleep, and then the other one is untouched. Um, so Slag the Fire Eater is going to summon the Spirit of Pain, mm. which would be a D6, and stop that one from ever getting another action. Okay. Because I presume we're going to kill it before it has a chance if I make it skip one. Okay. Uh, you probably, that's a pretty good presumption, uh, as long as everyone does well in their roles. Uh, roll your so go ahead and roll your doom die. Uh, that is a three. Okay, so doom does not the plate. What form does your so, pain uh, spirit take? The uh, there behind the sea creature in the wall, there is a sudden circle that appears, and a girl with long black hair in the front, ghastly figure, long white dirty robe grabs onto the outside of it and starts to drag herself up and out, and then sort of spider crawls up behind him twitching and just like grabs his neck and head and just like crunches in on him. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Mm. Uh, and then I would just like to throw a fireball at one of the other ones. Okay. Uh, which is a, another doom roll. If I am allowed to do that, if not, I'll just hit it with, uh, yeah, do a defend so, action. Yeah. Go ahead and roll your doom. Go ahead and roll your doom die again for doing essentially two actions, tapping into your Six. spirit. Okay. And then right. I, I couldn't see a rule that said I couldn't have two spirits, so you just have to so in the in the help notes, uh cool. it's disadvantage when you roll the doom die if it's not ah. the first time you've summoned a spirit today. True. So let me roll a second well, one. I rolled we'll, two we'll sixes. Say, yeah, we'll say yeah, the first two first two rolls, I think, because you rolled it twice already, so we'll say that counts for your disadvantaged roll for summoning. Oh two my sixes. gosh. Two sixes. Okay. Uh, these are my good dice. This is my cursed set. These <laughs> these yellow ones are terrible, but these ones always roll high. So not only is this thing suddenly being grabbed by what looks like the oh, I'm gonna fireball a different the one. The one one of the other ones. Uh, I don't so care don't, about the one that's the frozen. only one that oh, the only just other one? one is uh, is the one that's sleeping. Oh, I can wake him up, right? 
Uh, I don't think he because you critted. Nope. Yeah, he doesn't wake, wake up. up. Oh, he doesn't wake up. Okay, Otherwise, cool. Hey, better that forever. <laughs> well, is... the paralyzed dude is about to go down too. Okay, go for it. Uh, I just like the sort sort of fire starts to swirl in my palm. Uh, it is sports ball time, and I throw a, a flaming baseball at him. <gasps> Back we go. Okay. Uh, so how much damage? Is that D six damage? I think. Uh, it is, I believe, a D six. Yes, a D six damage. Uh, and ongoing, then it's ongoing, which means as well afterwards. Yeah. Which doesn't precisely say if it activates again on my turn or on its turn. So I, it's up to the DM. Yeah, I say we just uh, do it. Uh, let's just be consistent five. with it. We'll say your turn. We'll just do it on your turn all the time. Five right. fire damage. Okay, so it's taken five points of damage. Uh, then it's going to have, at, we'll say at the end of your turn, it'll take ongoing damage. So go, okay. go ahead and roll that D6 one more time. And I think if you roll a one or a two, it depletes. Is it a, is it a UD4? Is that what it says? Uh, it says um, the existing fire can be manipulated double in size, given any shape or form, move around, etc. It can inflict a D6 damage and then D6 ongoing damage. A roll of 20 means you are burnt as well. Ooh, I okay. have to roll a D20. A yeah. roll of one makes the target fire dot. Yes. Yeah, go ahead and roll so, your D20. Please. Uh, that is a four, so I am not burned. All right, so it took five and points of damage. It's caught on fire. Yes. And it will continue to take ongoing D6 damage until it, until the end of its life. Probably. Yes, and the next damage it'll do is four. But for now, okay. yes. Got it. All right, Done. we'll go to Lark. This one on fire, seemingly uh, paralyzed or stunned by, by the appearance of this creepy lady. What do you want to do, Lark? Uh, Lark is just going to kind of put up that Inquisitor's longsword with both hands and she's just going to kind of just scream and just kind of run at its throat. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to say take advantage of the attack. It's paralyzed. Cassius is there to, to kind of bumping it as well. It seems surrounded at this point, so I think you, I think the situation calls for maybe a little bit of an advantage. That's a fail on the first one. Okay. That's a five on the second one, so that is okay. a success. And you're using the Inquisitor sword. Is that a two-handed weapon or is that a yes. one-handed one? Okay. Two-handed. Roll your. So since you're rolling physically, don't forget you can roll your damage die twice and take the higher. Oh, the first one's two. Second one's a two. All right. So it's two more points of damage. It's still, it's still up. So we'll go back to the yeah. top of the initiative order, resetting everything. Dogmore and Theater Tot. You're gonna go. This thing is right up in your biz, but Cassius is right in front of it. Lark is also hacking away at it. It's on fire and also has some creepy ring lady, like grabbing it from behind. The uh, eater part of the fire eater is the uh, the undead lady. Did I did sure. like the fire eater tell you that? For no, sure. no, 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 no. Did not have warning about that beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Fred is the fire. Uh, she is the eater. You're the coolest person I've ever met. <laughs> Lark, I like you a lot, but Slang, you're amazing. I know. Wow, today is just not Lark's day. Today Definitely is just not, not Lark's no. day. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right, Dogmore, you go ahead. Dogmore, yeah. Dogmore, you got it. All right. Uh, are there issues with using like ranged weapons with people in melee? In this uh, I don't think there is anything more complicated than it just being disadvantaged, if I recall correctly. Okay, then, yeah. then I'll probably just use my whip then, because yeah, drop, it's about drop, the same uh, difference for me. Grab the whip. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and I will, I'll do the same thing. Give oh. you the advantage, same advantage that I gave Lark, uh, because at this point it's really kind of 
been surrounded and such. See if it gets better. It didn't. So well, I mean, you can do better than that. So I'm going to use my legionnaire background I ability still, and I still let you hit. Roll it. Oh, did you? I thought that said it was a miss. You can do that with damage though, if you want. Uh, I, so if he rolls his damage, you can. I roll it with advantage. Okay. Oh. All right. Let me roll the damage. Dear God, Dan, who are you? You just rolled. A I don't six need to help you. You got this. So since, since Dan is here, actually, so, secret sent Dan. The. Whip goes out, wraps around its neck. You see its eyes suddenly bulge even wider. It's on fire. It's getting pushed around by Cassius. Lark is hacking away at it with an Inquisitor's sword. This strange undead lady is grabbing it by the neck. It's on its last fins. Theater Todd, do you want to finish it off? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'll go up and I'll just stab it in the neck. Go right ahead. Vantage on the attack because he's just utterly overwhelmed. Uh, even with the vantage, I do fail. Okay, you start stabbing away, and you realize the scales are actually quite sturdy, and it's it's not so much that you can't hit it, it's just trying to pierce through. You're just picking a spot that is well protected. It's fine. The sword is made for taters, not fish. So, I mean, it's the wrong kind of blade. That Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, then it comes around to this one, but they don't get to use their, their turn because of the pain spirit. Uh, so oh, we nice. move to Cassius, Fire Eater, and Lark to finish it off. Which one of you wants to do it? I'll just go chuck it with my spear. I'm just going to stab it a few times. Also, it's going to take some fire damage. Yeah, so yeah. We'll say roll your attack and then roll, and then we'll do uh, we'll do the ongoing damage as well. Uh, cool. I will roll what is my uh, actually now having to do physical damage thing um uh, so melee miss. attack will be your strength yeah you can roll yeah, advantage it, by the way if you uh, if you didn't oh uh, yes thank you no uh, this is this is not my weapon of choice slag the fire eater does not appreciate this and it will take six points of damage thank you from fire fire the good is news better. is is that six points of damage from the fire is still actually enough to kill it so uh, how does how does it fall how does it die Kipser? i am totally stabbing it with the spear right now slag the fire eater is proficient with this weapon uh and oh look there's the burn hole Ugh, there we go right into the burn hole Wow, you stabbed him right in the burn hole. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, I know. So you, I know you killed it. But do you mind if I cut off the fins? Oh, Cassius, yeah. I figured you'd want the gills and whatever since you have the face hugger thing. I really do. Yeah, enjoy. Can't slag the fire eater presents you a gift. I'm going to make you something someday. I really appreciate this. <laughs> slag the fire eater recognizes they are the best. So... You look around, and uh, two of them are dead. One of them is asleep forever. Uh, Cassius is butchering uh, one of these uh, one of these creatures, trying to get its fins and its gills. Uh, you have successfully saved one of the other shipmates. Uh, you can see that the staircase continues to go up, and you can see that there's somewhere in the neighborhood of like a dozen or more of these cradles that are set up, and there's all this kelp and seaweed hanging down from the ceiling above, uh, almost like they're little mobiles. And you can see there's shells and there's uh, various uh, glowing or bioluminescent uh, lights that are kind of hanging as well. Uh, Lark wants to investigate. Like, is there anything in, around, etched into, like, the cradle? Yeah. Mobile, any of that? When you look in the cradle, you, can, you don't see a human baby, but you see it's 
the cradle is actually filled with, with water. And you can see there's just some kind of mutated looking tadpole that's just wiggling about uh, roughly the size of your forearm. Not very girthy, but it's still wiggling around. You can see what looks like it's trying hard to open its eyes, but it's not quite doing so. Uh, Lark will just sort of give the cradle a nudge. Uh, ever hear that phrase, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? Oh, no, I was just seeing if these cradles, if they rock like the ones on Earth do. Are we still on Earth? Mm-hmm. Uh, way to put that. You you move the, the cradle, and you can see it wiggles. It's alive. It's very, very much alive. Uh, well, I... They're just they're just swimming around. I haven't done anything to me, so I'm fine to move on. You're welcome if you're here. You can roll a int test while you're looking at that. If there's something, there might be sure. something your character doesn't realize they could learn or observe from this. I don't know. They just look like they're swimming. <laughs> I failed. Okay, fair enough. Tadpoles, you say? Yeah, they're very big. Like I said, they're about the size of a forearm. Oh my! I mean, just that, a little. It's like Fishville. Oh man! Or also blue? failed. Cassie. Is that what it's called? Also failed. Okay. They are peculiar. There's something over. about them that looks very odd. Anyone, if they wants to, they want to. It's more than welcome to make an intest. They definitely don't like the fire reader is not different. smart. I'll oh, take a look. Why not? Come on, Tater Tot. Let's pass. Fail. Tater Tot. Hey, someone. I'm smart. Tater Tot, there's a few things you notice, and it's only Tater Tot. No one else does. (laughs) Only me. First, the sort of the the coloring of their skin is a little odd. It, It certainly doesn't match perfectly that of the creatures that you've slain. And in fact, it has kind of a there's a there's a a lighter pigmency to it. Secondly, you see like there's in some of them, there's, there are different stages of development. You can see it almost looks like legs are coming out and a few of them, their faces are kind of starting to form, but there are very humanistic qualities to them. And the big bulbous eyes of some of these creatures that you just slain seems to be fading from them. And they look more sort of half human, half whatever the hell these creatures are. Well, these are people fish babies. Uh, I don't know what you would call that. Uh, I believe the slang the fire eater would call those mermaids and mermen. Well, I mean, but they aren't like mermaids or mermans where it's either fish on the top or fish on the bottom. This is just an even blend across the entire thing. It seems to be dissipating with the older it gets. You know, yeah, I don't know. The dead ones or the other ones are dissipating. Well, no, the the babies. These might come out looking full people. I just want to make sure that I understood. They, after we took out those, they lost some of the fish-like creatures. No, I'm talking about the babies in these little bassinets. Right. 
Like, because this one's tinier, so it must be a little less long in the fish station process. And then those ones are bigger, so they're further along. Like, these are, like, third trimester, and these over here are, like, first. So, like, you can see they start over here super fishy. And then over here, where they're more advanced, they're more people-y. You, 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 you know, we, 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 we just killed their gardens. That was terrible of us. But what we should do, uh, we should find a way to create a safe hospice for them and bring them with us because now we are basically uh, we're responsible for them to uh, care for them, nurture them, study them. It's like the fire eater is thinking about mermaid calamari. I. But that might be, I mean, like, you got to look at why. Like, I mean, like, there's an elder god, like, down beneath or whatever it was. And, like, right, right, right. Why did it do this? It did this to, like, swap people, like, uh, infiltrators. replacing us. These are right. These are tadpod people because it's fishy. So we need to kill them. We need to study them. We need to use them in the fight against the deep ones. It's like the fire eater would so not we need be to opposed to eating them. them. We should probably eat a couple of them. Not all of them, but a couple of them just to make sure that they're, they're nutritious. Well, I mean, I yes. do suppose it raises the moral quandary of nurture versus nature. If we take them in, we could have like a whole school full of kids that like would really do great on the swim team and like bring home gold medals and stuff. Our town is lacking in medals. This they are. It is quite true. shameful. Our swim team. We could is have possible. the premier swim team. They could go to the Olympics. Hmm. I want to find the most far along one, and I'm going to name it Jeremiah. Pick it up out of its pod. Okay, you you pick one up out of its pod. Uh, the tail is is almost is almost negligible at this point. It's still there, but you can see there's legs. The gr- there's there's a very very light green tint to the skin. Mm-hmm. The eyes have gotten smaller, but they're still you can tell looking at it. They're still a little bigger, and they they have a much more humanoid face. I would say it's it's somewhere in the 60-40 range currently, with like mm. 60 of the fish still kind of showing. Well, Jeremiah, you're coming with me. That's right. Good baby. I need to I don't know what baby fish eat. It's just another baby fish. Fish do eat fish. I'll go feed another one of the babies. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no. You're right. It doesn't have its teeth yet. That's good thinking. We need to find it some fish milk. Oh, you're going to have to baby bird at one of the other dead ones. No. It's okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'll take it. I'll just grab a chunk of flesh out of one of these dead fish people. I'll put it in my mouth. I'll start chewing it. We're thinking about this all wrong. If we're going to baby bird this thing, then who better to baby bird it than a bird? Salt, come on over here. Crikey. I just oh, did the whole no. thing with you and Henley, I want nothing to do with this place. I apologize. I want. I don't want to eat the baby, please. No, you don't got to eat it. No, you you just, just got to eat some of this one and chew it up and then regurgitate it into the baby's mouth. That's so much better. Um, do I just, have to? Just chewing. No, you don't have to. See, this is what... 
our relationship brings. You can or you can't. You don't. Francis has already started chewing some and is trying to spit it out for your baby. Okay. Let's not let it go to waste. Here you go. It is. That's right, Jeremiah. Eat it up. It is a horrific sight. Uh, Not the sight that I thought we were going to have, but it is nonetheless as horrific, if not even more horrific than what I was planning. As Cassius baby birds, (laughs) pieces of an adult fish man into this tadpole fish person that Theater Tot has adopted. Mm -hmm. Yep. Named Jeremiah. 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 Because he was a bullfrog. Now he's a person. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so like, are we all adopting one, or are we just taking one? Yep, you get the ugly one, dog, more. Lark and Nigel <laughs> have sort of, like, tiptoed away There's while a this is happening going up. to go up the staircase okay. and see what else there is to see. When you head up there, you can see that you are at effectively the top of the spire or the lighthouse at this point. You can see that all around you. And it's actually probably a very interesting sight, Lark, as you can see there's all manner of, of, uh, kind of weird science equipment, gears and, and, and tables and levers and all sorts of things, machines, beacons. A lot of it seems to be broken and you're not sure if entirely if it's working. And you do see a light in here as well uh, It seems to be trying to shine out. Uh, that is that is what you see on the inside. There is also a what looks to be a walkway that you can go out onto at the very top. It's you can feel the rain still sloshing against the side uh, of the lighthouse itself. Uh, Lark is intrigued by the weird science things, um, sure, and would like to look at those first. So you. You see that it seems, okay, so there's two things I would say you probably just understand because of the nature of your your background. You see this as, you've probably seen a lighthouse before. It's got very similar machinery in terms of how it functions and the light rotates. And sometimes it could be sort of set on an automatic spin. But what is, what is kind of unclear to you is the nature of the luminescence as there is this sack of just light that seems to be sitting within a cradle uh, within all of this these devices. So the science itself is mainly, you think, for magnification and rotation. The light source, however, is beyond your understanding, or at least you've never seen it before. It has the smell of salt water. It's very, it's very uh, kind of plushy as you touch it. And you can see that the light itself kind of shifts and moves whenever you kind of poke a finger on it. Uh, it's probably the size of like a beach ball. Some baby grow light, probably. So Lark has a, I don't know that this is going to be at all useful, but she has like a battle glove. And so she wants to sort of put that on as sort of like a glove to have while she tries to like pick up this light source and remove it. You pick it up. Uh, you can see that there was a, uh, there's a pool underneath it that it was kind of sitting on top of. Uh, like because it's again, it's this like metal contraption at the center of which there's a little bit of salt water. You pick it up. It is not light, but it is not so heavy that you would struggle to carry it. Uh, it is like I said, about the size of a beach ball. It is probably in the neighborhood of like forty pounds, maybe thirty pounds, something like that. 
Yeah. Uh, so does anything change? So this is definitely not a one-handed re retention here. Mm -hmm. This is kind of holding with two hands and Nigel. Um, and then does anything change about the luminescence when it is removed from its little salt water kind of little pool that it was in? No, not immediately. But if you hold it for a bit, it does begin to diminish a little bit. Roll an int, an int test, though, while you're up here. Is anyone else up oh. here, by the way? Anyone else follow Lark up here? Like I'll make it up there eventually, but I gotta yeah. take it careful because I'm a child now. <laughs> did you make, did you make a baby Bjorn? I did. I got a little baby Bjorn made out of like my jacket. Gotcha. Anyone who makes it up, you're welcome to also make this in test if you would like. Slag the Fire Eater would like to follow Lark up, but uh, Slag the Fire Eater would like to compete with the light instead of being useful. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, Lark, you, ah. you find all the best stars. Oh, well, look at that. Fred just what keeps flexing to try to get brighter. I can get uh, brighter, I swear. I guess, keep going, Fred. Keep going. Intakes just aren't happening tonight. Wow. Nope. That's a lot of failed intelligence checks. Wow. I also Finally, failed. a two under 12. Mark, you okay, got Okay, I guess I'll roll intelligence. No. Yeah, actually, I rolled a four. Oh, my God. Nice. It's, yeah. Wow. Flying knows all about sources of light. Yeah, this is, light so it's not this, dice. This is more like a, there's not perception checks in this game. It's more about like you, you see whatever it is that you say you look at, right? Like, it's not like, hey, I'm going to look to see if there's any, you know, traps on the floor. You see one. Like, that's kind of how it is. There's no perception test. But I, I throw out the in test sometimes because there's always times when you're like, you don't know what to look for sometimes. And like, that's kind mm -hmm. of what I'm, I'm throwing out here. So what I, I would say what, what, what sl uh, Slang and, and, and Lark see uh, out it's very it, it, it's very hard to see because of the intermittent lightning, but you can see that there appears to be something going on down below at your ship. As when you look out and in between this intermittent lightning, you see that the ship apparently there is a very large shadow that is kind of climbing up on top of it. You see a hand kind of pulling itself up from the waters uh, on top of it. Uh, and that is that is what you catch in between the strikes of lightning. Something Slang, from why must you always make Fred go brighter? This is not a competition. It is. You have a light source now, Lark. Yes, and you still have the light source that you had before I had my light source. Oh, my light source is, is illuminating the ship below. It looks like it's being attacked, but I'm still brighter than you. I, yes, I see that. My light source is actually getting dimmer the longer it is out of the... Victory! Yes. <laughs> you do, yes, in fact, overtake fine. it. Should we uh, take the uh, others away from nursery time and go back to being warriors? Like the fire eater agrees. And so Lark's going to just like hoist this thing up on her shoulder and go back down the stairs and just yell, the ship is under attack. You yell that out. Oh. All of you hear it. You hear absolutely no response from the first floor, however. Uh, they're all dead. It's going to be one of those like, let's peer down there. <laughs> Oh, uh, Dan, I always forget the camera, camera does that, that now. Thing. I love oh, it. It's so funny. It's so disorienting. Oh, you it's take so a couple steps, Dogmore, and then you look down and you see the skiffs 
You don't see anyone. It's us and the babies now. Ah, Slag the Fire Reader would suggest the grappling hook (laughs) gun from up top to the ship. (gasps) Also, I can fly. That's it. Is there anything you can't do? (laughs) I mean, fire solves everything. So many things. Yes. Slag the Fire Reader agrees. So cool, Slag. I burned the ocean. You burned the ocean? I burned the ocean. I mean, I kind of did it. I I found some, like, jewelry and treasure. Like, I've got a ring. (laughs) Uh, Slag, the fire eater, appreciates your admiration, but five feet away. Okay. So are you shooting the thing, or are you just talking about how cool it would be if you shoot the thing? Uh, Oh, I'll I'll shoot the thing. You probably can't get all the way to the ship, because it's 100 feet of water, then the coral, and then the ship. But you could probably get, like... Down. Could a flying slaying the fly fire eater carry Doug more and then he shoots it? Yeah, that, that could totally happen. Ain't she on fire? That's a problem for later. This is a solving the situation now sort of thing. Oh, what's a little burn? Look at me. I've been burned all over and I'm fine. I could splash some little uh, baby cradle water in myself, freshen up a little bit, you know. Baby Yep. What I tell you what, you all do that. I'm just gonna take the stairs. <laughs> Tears hot, you go down, you see the first floor. There's no one here. There are about a dozen other folks down here when you guys started moving up. They are all gone. Both the skiffs are here, perfect condition. You can see the oars and everything. You don't see anyone at all. Well. That's cool. Sucks to be them. <laughs> I will take one of them skiffs and I will push it out of that opening on the water and see if anything happens to it. No, that's fine. Yeah, you can push it out. No problem. Anything happen to it? I'm staying it in. Floated. I'm just pushing it away. Yeah, if it floated. And it's it, is it My floating God. out? Is it floating out of the, the lighthouse now? I was just saying? concerned, like, if it was a tentacle, like, movie trap kind of thing, where, like, whatever comes out gets all, like, tentacles and torn apart. No, it doesn't look to be that, no. Oh, it's safe then. All right, I'll hop in the other one. Come on, everyone. We're going on a trip on my favorite rowboat. I will be able to bring light to this, and so Lark will kind of get on the skiff and just sort of hold... I'm the bolt, the light over, oh. so it's like in the salt water, and so it'll get brighter than Fred. I like to think every time Fire Eater yeah. is like saying I'm brighter, <laughs> like Fred has to flex. He's probably exhausted. Like, oh god, I'm so tired. Fred, come on, Fred, we're losing. He's squeezing it out. Keep making him strain. He's gonna pop out a coal at some point. <laughs> All right, so. Lark, is everyone hopping in the skiff? Is, are people doing other uh, things? I, I will torch human <sighs> torch up again. I can, I guess we could tie a rope to one side, and I if we have enough rope. I don't think you have enough rope. Yeah, we to could get just all the bring way over to the ship. That's I could just it. fly somebody, way. maybe. Yeah. Can we just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Dogmore. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's you do got it. The baby Jill, let's go. 
All right. Got the baby in his spear again. No. So Sling <laughs> is now fireflight. human torching, holding on to Dogmore. Dogmore, you're burning. Your hands are burning, whatever it is that you're holding on with. Teeter Tot and Lark, you are moving across in the skiff. Cassius, did you go with them or did you do something else? Uh, I, I, I'm not going to admit that I'm jealous that I'm not the one who's doing the fire flight. So I'm just going to put on my strong face and go on the little skiff. Okay. You climb Cassius, this. you can help me hold this. If you put it in the salt water, it makes light. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Then I guess I'm rowing if you two are holding your hands in the water <laughs> for headlights. So, all right. I would think Slang and Dogmore are going to get there first. You see that your your ship is there. A, a battle has essentially broke out, broken out on, aboard your ship, and you can you hear the sounds of fighting. You hear the sounds of, of orders being shouted. You see Captain Mir, the and various other 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 sailors that are almost fighting each other. You can see like half of them. And they're all dressed in the same kind of outfit and they're fighting each other. And as you're, 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 we'll say maybe getting up to the crow's nest or so, as you, that would have been my goal because I know Dogmore is ranged. You see climbing onto the deck something not too dissimilar from the creatures that you just fought inside the lighthouse, but so much, so much bigger. We're talking like 20 plus feet tall as this massive creature, as they're pulling themselves up the side of the ship, you can see that they're breaking like the gunwale and it's like crumbling in their hands. And with each sort of push as they get themselves on top of the deck, chunks of the chunks of the ship are falling apart and into the water. And a handful of like the sailors that like turn and start firing and others try to kind of get in the way and are almost like rallying around this creature and kind of protecting it in some ways. And I would say that's when the two of you notice as well that those that are kind of rallying to protect, they have taken on kind of a curious look to them, the look that you maybe didn't notice before, but now you see as their eyes have gotten kind of bulgy, bright, a little bit bigger, a little bit orangey, their skin has kind of gone in, in sort of a, a greenish tint to it, and there seems to be this battle going on between them. Theater top. I was just going to do this, and then we'll, I'll hand it over to you all. Then Theater Tot, Lark, and Cassius, you're a little bit late, but you'd see from a different angle the creature climbing up the side, and it is enormous, and it looks like this massive version of the things that you just fought inside the, the spire. So over to you all. What do you want to do? Dogmore, flag the fire eater could work as an engine for the rowboat. That's fine. We could bravely run away. (laughs) Oh, I'm already paddling harder on one side to get us a Yui. So we can get the (laughs) heck on out of here. Wait, so the ship that we were on didn't have cannons? Did it have a stockpile of black powder or anything like that? Uh, It did have very modest supplies of that. It's it's not, it's like a, it is, it isn't a galleon, but it is a, you know, it did have some defenses. Yeah. That that's fine because all of us can already be on our own boat, so we can bravely run away, and then we can try and shoot at the black powder to ignite it while we run away bravely. <laughs> bravely, yeah. You, yeah. you can light my arrow, and then I'll sh- shoot at it. Yes, teamwork. 
Okay. Teamwork. All right. Let's so, go get the other skiff. <laughs> the two of you are up in the up in the crow's nest having that conversation. The three of you are down in the water. Uh, you're coming essentially to the, remember there was that ring of coral that the ship kind of crashed on. You're coming up to that point. You can pull the ship over top of it, like your, your skiff over top of it. So walk me through. What's the plan? What's everyone doing here? Run away, brave. Okay, so Tierra Like Sir Robin. Okay, so you're... Yeah, you're, I was about to yeah. make the same joke, actually. <laughs> Bring okay. out the firebolt invention to try and catch the, uh, the stores on fire. Okay. Uh, yeah. As we bravely, bravely, bravely run away. As we bravely run away. We'll go get, we'll put Dogma and Slag, we'll go pick up the other rowboat and we'll, we'll get okay. it, we'll motor that one out. So you go back, you get the other skiff. Uh, as you get the other skiff, you do see like there's some, there was some disturbance in the, like the, the sections of that, that main floor uh, where there was those holes down deep, but it doesn't seem like there's anyone here. But it does look like it has been recently disturbed. But I'll say you're able to get the skiff. You, you don't see anything, and you just start rowing away. What what disturbances? Uh, no idea. It's like Must the fire eater sees uh, nothing. And then, <laughs> as so as the group gets in these du- dual rowboats, and you're rowing away, as you see the mist, like the the mass, just like keel over as this creature basically swats into it, grabs it, and starts using it as a pole to smash down onto the various people that are on board the ship. Cassius, you turn mm-hmm. back. You've got your fire lance. Yeah. Go, ahead and, go ahead and roll a dex chest here as you fire it, or whatever it is you have to roll for it. I think it's dex. Yeah, it's dex. Just pulls out this as- horrible, desiccated, like little baby dragon's body where it's mostly bones. The uvula hangs down, some magitech wires and gears, Wore it up and then a firebolt of rubs out. Okay. Come on. I'm gonna use my dooming. Use your doom. This is probably the last roll of the night. So go ahead. As as backup, uh slag the fire eater will create a ball of fire to attach to the uh front of an arrow for Dogmore. Just backup. Oh. oh, you got success. Excellent. Okay. What's your deck? The dooming is okay. enough. Okay. Oh, Fifteen. 50, oh yeah, so yeah, so you're good. So you rolled a four on your doom dive, has put you down to a twelve on the on the dex test, which passes with your fifteen score. The fire lance fires the air. You're probably I don't know fifty feet away or so. Launches through this crack in the side of the boat. We'll say on the starboard side, and it just right into the stores. And you see things sloshing around. At first, maybe you think it doesn't work, but then you see you see all these big <laughs> flames begin to go. <laughs> A couple beats pass, and then eruption as the powder stores blow up. You see all manner of people start getting flown over, some of them on fire in the air, human torching, much like slang. You see smoke billowing up into the sky as the two skiffs continue to row off into the distance and away from the Kaliti Sidem. And that's where we're going to end it, I think, right there on that. As you've gotten away. <laughs> that's great. <sighs> okay. Uh, I don't know if it would have killed it. I'm looking at its health. No, probably not. Yeah, the thing was level eight. Uh, it's oh, my pretty gosh. Rough. Yeah, oh, my gosh. There are some pretty cool abilities it has. If, it, if you guys did actually try to fight it, it could cleave and stomp at a horrible aura. <laughs> There's lots nope. of things it could have done. I feel like... Pretty bravely running away was 
the good decision. Yes, agree. It was definitely the timely decision as it puts us right at time. So I appreciate mm-hmm. the, uh, <laughs> it was the right decision. <laughs> it was the right decision. So that's a, uh, that's black sword hack, uh, for, uh, for Gipser and Chuck and for Dan first time playing it as black sword hack. Good right. times. Good yeah. times. And you, uh, I mean, you have, uh, an ivory flute, you have a baby, uh, which is great. More than one. Or I think you have two, 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 two. elder fins. You have two babies, two baby half half deep one, half human hybrids. You've got, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, the people got taken and were dragged down at the earth. You know, dragged dragged down below below the surface. That's where that's what basically happened as you guys went up. All right. Um, nice. nice. Sucks to some, be them. That's it. No, yeah. totally us. I didn't really give them names, so whatever. <laughs> that's how I feel. Uh, so we them? should have talked to and made backstories for each yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. I had like maybe I have like a list of names, but I didn't Ooh. really assign them to anybody. I had uh, I had the priest's name and I had the mm-hmm. captain's name, and after that, you know, we'll see. Uh, all right, let's do some uh, let's do some closing plugs, and we'll get on out of here. Jeremy, can you tell us about this Patreon of yours? Of your friends. Of course, you know, Aaron Reese on Patreon. If you get comics and tokens and maps and other great things like that, it's wonderful. Check it out. Absolutely. Link is in the chat. If you're watching this on Twitch later on, if you're watching this on YouTube, check the show notes. I put the links in there as well. Uh, Chuck, what's going yeah, on with you? Okay. Uh, yeah. So on Wednesday, we're doing some Dungeon Crawl Classics, second edition adventure, Night Below. Um, so far, things have been very tame. Um, that'll probably change. Uh, Friday, I don't know what we're doing Friday. We got two things lined up, and I'm not sure which one's happening yet. And I think that's it for the week. Okay, right yeah. on. Uh, you want anything on Saturday? Saturday is that special heart game. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I should have known that. Uh, let's see who else, uh, Dan or Kipser, anything you want to add? Okay. See me on check out our discord. Yeah. Yeah. Check out a discord. DOGA discord pops up every now and then you can catch lollygaggers there. You can catch DOK there. Grim and perilous, a bunch of other people. Uh, as for us here, tomorrow is our next stream. Uh, you can see me, you can see Kipser, you can see Melissa as we're playing through some forbidden lands. Uh, and then on Friday, we are back to Conan as Aaron is going to, uh, to try to find another way to kill us. Uh, it's gotten so close so many times. Uh, and Saturday we are finally after four weeks off getting back to one ring as we're the, the beginning of the end as the last probably 15 to 20 episodes of that campaign begins. Uh, and we will slowly work our way towards its end. Uh, next Monday, you'll catch myself and Dan and Jeremy and Melissa and Chuck as we'll be uh, going back to Holler. And we're very close to the end of Holler. We probably got maybe three episodes of that left. So we're getting really close to the end of that one yeah. as well. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, follow everyone's stuff. Check us out on Twitch. Check us out on YouTube, all that kind of stuff. We're going to go ahead and raid somebody. Uh, who do we want to raid? Let's see. Let's do Insomnia Night RPG because that sounds like they might be up for a while. So go ahead and follow the raid. We'll see you all later. Thanks for hanging out tonight. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.